You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the G Family Performance Center in Edmond, Oklahoma, welcome to another episode of the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. Thank you for letting me take yesterday off to deal with some family issues. And this could, in fact, be the wildest episode we have ever done of Locked On Thunder, not because of anything going on in the NBA or anything specifically going on with the Oklahoma City Thunder, but we've already had one tornado on the ground today. I've got my dogs kenneled. I don't know if you can hear my uh, pit boxer mix, Dixie, in the background, but she's pretty loud right now, my little chihuahua. Jack Russell makes Cody won't be as um, probably won't be as loud, but the thing I love doing about this podcast, and I'm sorry for being redundant here, but uh, let me just go back and say this: my favorite television station growing up as a kid was WGN. Not in its current form now as WGN Superstation or WGN America or whatever it's called with all its original programming, but. As a kid, it was straight out of Chicago, and it broadcast all over America. So you got to see the Ray Rayner show, the Bozo show, Cubs broadcast, White Sox broadcast, all this local Chicago programming. So for me, it was like taking a trip without having to buy a plane ticket or get in the car with my parents for eight hours and stop every five minutes to get milk from my dad. But that's an, that, that is another story in and of itself. But I loved looking at it because, as I've always said, it was a window into Chicago. Well, I want to provide a window into Oklahoma City. For me, it's not just enough to talk about the thunder. There's so much more going on in the state of Oklahoma that if you're our friends down in New Zealand or our good friend down in New Zealand or a friend in Los Angeles or Missouri, all these places that I have gotten social media contact from, I want to let you know what's going on in the state. So if you're listening to this podcast today, contact me and let me know, A, you're still listening, but B, that you enjoyed what you heard today. And already there is a tornado on the ground here in the just south of Oklahoma City. We've got severe weather. So in fact, you may actually get to hear the tornado sirens today. And I know our, our guy in Los Angeles has always wanted to hear them. So it may in fact happen. Coming up on this podcast Last preseason game of the year takes place tonight as the Milwaukee Bucks are in town. I'm looking forward to that game because I think it's the first preseason game I'll get to see in person since the blue and white scrimmage. Some of that depends on what's going on down at OU. Uh, but I'll tell you what, how I would approach this if I was Billy Donovan, also if I was the Bucks. Second, what is going on in the NBA this year with all the ejections during the preseason and the technical fouls called? I'll give you my theory on that, and then we'll wrap up today by hearing from John Corrales of LockedOnCeltics.com. He's got a report on Kyrie Irving, who last week said he wants to re-sign with the Celtics. My name's Eric G., I have covered the Thunder now for almost six years. The sixth year will start a week from this Sunday. I am a native of Oklahoma, and I am a credentialed member of the media. I work for 1340 The Game here in Oklahoma City and News Radio 1000 KTOK. And I've done radio here for a while. I've done radio for a long time. And um, what else do you need to know about me? I work for the Locked On Podcast Network, and I also host a show called Locked On Sooners, which I hope you will check out 
at all the same places that you can get Locked on Thunder. So let's jump into it. Terrence Ferguson is in concussion protocol, and there's no way he plays tonight. At least I don't think he would play tonight if I'm Billy Donovan, even if the doctors gave him a thumbs up. You've got the season starting a week from tonight. I don't think there's any reason to go out and risk it. In fact, I wouldn't be playing Paul George, Dennis Schroeder, Steven Adams. I wouldn't be playing those guys just a ton of minutes tonight. I'd run them out there just to give them a chance to to get an opportunity to go out and play and get used to game action. But I'm really limiting their minutes tonight. And I'm giving an opportunity for the bench players to go out and play. Maybe not Jeremy Grant. But a lot of young guys, the guys that are going to be spending most of their season down at the blue, I want to give them a shot to be to, to play against some NBA competition. But this is just a take-it-easy game and then ramp things up through the rest of the week as you finish off training camp and get ready to go into the season next week against the Golden State Warriors. You just don't want this is the you don't want to get anyone hurt game. You've already decided what your starting five is. And there isn't any more secret to that anymore. And, and Billy Donovan can talk about who's really getting playing, who's getting to play the first six minutes of the game, who's in the introductions and all that. But you've pretty much told us who the starting five is going to be while Russell Westbrook is out. And on that note, Russell Westbrook was actually participating in practice yesterday. Not so much of an active participant, but he was out there with his teammates. He was shooting. We got to see a little bit of video if you had a chance to watch Channel 9 here in Oklahoma City. And again, if you don't live in Oklahoma City, I would go to uh, kwtv.com, I think is the website, and you can see that video. But this is just this is that last week right before the season where you know pretty much what you're going to be for the next few weeks. And there's not a lot of reason to screw things up. The other thing that I want to talk about, and I give Eric Horn some credit. I love I love mentioning Eric Horn's name on this show because Eric is such a fantastic writer. He's also a good guy. But talked about Eric wrote an article talking about the randomness of the Thunder's offense and Paul George saying that that he plays best when the offense is set up the way it is for Oklahoma City. I've often felt that the Thunder offense gets way too much criticism for what it is. And it absolutely drives me nuts. And this most, in my opinion, it mostly comes from people who were ex-football players or people who know more about football than they do basketball. And I'm not saying that that's necessarily a bad thing. But there is this mentality that the Thunder haven't won a championship because they didn't copy exactly what the San Antonio Spurs do. My philosophy on this whole situation about the Thunder playing a lot of isolation ball and basically living living and dying with Russell Westbrook and how he's going to run the offense and sort of leaving it up to him to make sure that guys are in place or finding guys that are that are open to give them the ball when he drives the paint and it collapses and Dennis Schroeder's going to do the same thing. My whole feeling on that is players know how they work best. And that San Antonio system doesn't work for everyone. Not everyone can be that disciplined. Not everyone, as we've seen, can get eye-to-eye with Greg Popovich and really pick up what he's putting down, Kawhi Leonard being the most recent example of that. So be careful what you wish for. And as much as it may drive you crazy to see some isolation ball and better defensive teams take advantage of the Oklahoma City Thunder 
Remember that over the last 10 seasons now, going into season number 11, Thunder have won a lot of games and done pretty darn well in the postseason, save for these last two years where, one, they had to figure out how to play without Kevin Durant because he left, and then you were stuck in a situation where Carmelo Anthony wasn't happy where he was playing, and they never got, and the Thunder just never got on track. This year is going to be a much better Thunder team. And just a bold prediction this year, you will hear less complaining about the Thunder offense from the people who cover the Thunder and the fans. Now, the same critics are always going to be there until the Thunder win a championship, and even after they win a championship, they're still going to be there talking about how it could have happened sooner had they played the San Antonio style. But I have never been a believer that just because something works for somebody else, that you have to go do it yourself. And I personally, I don't want to see the Thunder play San Antonio Spurs basketball. I know a lot of people like it. I prefer watching the isolation and what the Thunder are doing right now. So critics be damned. I'm all good with what's going on here in Oklahoma City. And I'm ready to see them hit the floor tonight against the Milwaukee Bucks. But hopefully we just don't see the starters play a lot of minutes. And what sucks is I never I never miss when the Bucks are in town. Because I like watching that team play. But I can't imagine that we'll see a lot of their starters as well either tonight. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Yes, it is a crazy weather day here in Oklahoma. There may in fact be a tornado. And if there is, and I just scream and you hear sirens and I run off, I'll still publish the podcast the same way. But through rain, snow, sleet, or hail, it doesn't matter. VividSeats.com will always be there for you. And all you've got to do is download the app for your phone or log on to VividSeats.com. Pull up the event you want and get your tickets. And all those tickets come with a 100% guarantee. That's right. VividSeats.com doesn't only want your business, but they want to ensure that you have a great experience. So here's what you do on VividSeats.com. Download the app. Pull up the event you want. Buy the tickets. And if you're a first-time customer, enter the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $20 off your first purchase of $200 or more. So just in case you want to make the trip to go see the Thunder play the Warriors or the Thunder play the Clippers out in Los Angeles, VividSeats.com can get you there. They can also get you there for tonight's game against the Bucks and the home opener, which is coming up a week from Sunday. That's VividSeats.com, a proud sponsor of the Locked On Podcast Network. This is the Locked On Thunder Podcast. I'm Eric G. Coming up next... What's with all the technicals and uh, ejections going on in the preseason? I'll give you my theory on that. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. And later on today, we will have another episode of the Locked on Sooners podcast. And I hope you do enjoy that as well. That can be found at Google, Alexa, Apple iTunes. Uh, where else can you find it? Oh, yes, Stitcher, LockedOnSports.com. Oh, and this website, what's it? Oh, yeah, LockedOnThunder.com. Well, you can't find Locked on Sooners there, but you can find Locked on Thunder at LockedOnThunder.com and do support the Locked On Podcast Network. All our podcasts have really great hosts, guys that know what they're talking about, gals that know what they're talking about. It's your number one local podcast and it's your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network. A couple of weeks ago, 
first preseason game of the year. Actually, it was the, wasn't it? Yeah, no, it was the first preseason game of the year against the Pistons. Billy Donovan gets teed up, and the Thunder broadcasters were were all over the rest. It's like, how can you call this? It's a preseason game, and you're gonna go ahead and tee someone up. Well, yesterday Steph Curry got teed up, and Steve Kerr got ejected in their preseason game. Markeith Morris has been ejected. Marcus Smart has earned an ejection this year. Uh, he tried to do it uh, to try to fight J.R. Smith, but uh, you got so much going on in the preseason. My theory on this is that referees, and it's just like you saw in the NFL this year with the leading with the helmet rule, is that referees are doing everything they can to establish control of the game and they want to make sure that there is absolutely no doubt in either players' or coaches' minds that this is how the game is going to be called, okay? They don't want any surprises once the season gets here. No shock value, no nothing catching you off guard. They want you to know, hey, this is where our line is. We're not putting up with it. We're going to go ahead and call this foul now so you can expect that if you do it in the regular season, we're going to hit you with the same, we're going to hit you with the same tech or we're going to eject you or do whatever. And I wouldn't be sad tonight if somebody on the Thunder decided they wanted to get ejected or Billy Donovan wanted to get ejected. Hey, it's the last preseason game of the year. And as nutty as this sounds, Go out and have a little fun with it. Um, So you get thrown out of the last preseason game of the year. Anything that you could have worked on in this game against the Milwaukee Bucks, you can be working on in practice tomorrow. So why not just go ahead and take that opportunity to mouth off to a ref. Get Get it out of your system today. Because you don't want to be getting it out of your system in the regular season where you start to pile up the technical fouls, you start to put your team in a bad situation, and you put your pocketbook in a bad situation because you may say something that you ultimately regret to a ref or another player. Do it now. I I would have no issue. Steven Adams, Paul George, you guys want to get thrown out of a game now? I would rather it happen here in the preseason than at any point during the regular season. Also, I hear a lot of talk about the Eastern Conference and about how things are wide open in the East this year, but I couldn't disagree more with that statement. It is the Boston Celtics conference to lose with the Philadelphia 76ers playing second, the Toronto Raptors playing third. I'm not sold on the Raptors. I'm not sold that Kawhi is going to fit in there and he's going to be happy and that it won't be a situation where he's just not trying to get out of town. Everybody's going to point to Paul George. That's what people are going to tell you. They're going to point to Paul George and how Oklahoma City did a great job of recruiting him. And maybe that happens with Kawhi Leonard. But Kawhi was so miserable in San Antonio. I don't know that necessarily a change of scenery does him any good unless it's the exact change of scenery he wants. He may like Toronto better than he likes San Antonio. The situation may be more comfortable than what it was with the Spurs but it doesn't necessarily mean that he wants to be there. And that drama hanging over them all season long will ultimately prevent the Raptors from accomplishing everything that they can. And then I will just say, finally in the East, I like the 76ers. I think they're too young. It's the Boston Celtics conference to lose. And as much as I want the Bucks to be good, somehow 
they always let me down. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up next, we'll hear about those Boston Celtics with John Corrales from Locked on Celtics talking about Kyrie Irving. It's all right here on LOT. I'm wound up today, and I'm only into one cup of coffee. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Thank you for joining us today. Um, Locked on Sooners will be out later, and we will do another episode of Locked on Thunder today to make up for the episode we missed yesterday. So I'm thinking that if I go to the game tonight, we'll do one after the game. Actually, we'll try and pod after the game, whether I'm at home or whether I am down or down at the peak but uh, either way we'll crank out a second episode for you and thank you very much for listening to the Locked on Thunder podcast we wrap things up today by listening to uh, or going to John Corrales from Locked on Celtics talking about Kyrie Irving and the future or Kyrie Irving's future in Boston John Corrales here from the Locked on Celtics podcast where Kyrie Irving says he plans to re-sign with the Boston Celtics, telling a crowd at the TD Garden at a season ticket holder's preseason event that he intends to re-sign with the Boston Celtics. That would be a five-year deal worth about $188 million. So it's a lot of money, and he has said throughout the entire preseason, beyond the finances, that there's nothing here in Boston that he wouldn't want to be a part of. He loves the the teammates. He loves the direction. He loves even the new practice facility. They opened up a big, massive, modern practice facility. So everything from top to bottom has appealed to Kyrie Irving. And after he made the announcement, you started to see reports from Sham Sarania, from others, that he has already been speaking to the Celtics owners and has expressed his intent to stay long-term. Now, that seems to squash a lot of the rumors about him wanting to play with Jimmy Butler, wherever Jimmy Butler ends up, with him maybe wanting to play with Kevin Durant, wherever Kevin Durant ends up. And that often seems to be the Knicks, but there are other teams that were on his Cleveland trade list, and people pointed to the fact that Boston was not on that list, but... He ended up getting traded there. He likes it, and he has been saying throughout this preseason since camp opened that he loves Boston, he wants to be here, and he said explicitly to the crowd he plans on re-signing. So that's it. He's going to take the money. He's going to take the security. He's going to be part of what should be a very good team from now on, and that's going to force some teams that had been targeting Kyrie Irving to make other plans. That's it. Listen to the Locked On Celtics podcast for more Kyrie Irving reaction. I'm still not crazy about this move from Kyrie Irving, but if it works out for Celtics fans, that's great. And it's awesome to see a guy who is willing to commit now versus string fans along. The problem is, is what happens if something goes awry in Boston this year? And Kyrie Irving gets on the outs with... Anybody inside the organization, his coach Brad Stevenson, Gordon Hayward, whatever the situation is, and Kyrie decides that he's going to leave and go to New York and play for the Knicks who are said to be courting him or go someplace else or team up with Kevin Durant and he can't bring Kevin Durant to Boston, etc. Then what have you done? Well, you've given fans hope only to break their hearts. 
And personally, as a fan, I would rather be left in the dark. So if you had to leave or felt like it was in your best interest to leave, the letdown wouldn't be so dramatic. So, I mean, that's one thing I can give Kevin Durant credit for. He never said he was coming back to Oklahoma City during the year. Said a lot of flowery things in a Sports Illustrated article before he left for Golden State. But for the most part, Kevin Durant made sure that we knew he had not made any decisions about his future while he was here in Oklahoma City, no matter what rumors you were hearing. And I just hope for Celtics fans' sake that what Kyrie did and said is the truth. And then he's going to live up to his word and he will continue to play in Boston long after this year and do his best to build a dynasty in that city because it would be kind of fun to have the Celtics back as the team to beat in the East. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. We'll be back later tonight. I am Eric G saying thank you so much for listening. And as always, everybody love everybody and peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.